Swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke A touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's Down to Ricky's place Hello Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm yeah. Jerry McCarty here with Rick Farmone and Amanda Raymond. Cheers! Cheers! Ha. And we are back again, and uh, we have a great topic today because our own Amanda Raymond has a comic book coming out. Woot Yes, yes. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So we need to uh, talk about that, and Rick just... Put some music on in the jukebox. I'm not sure what this music is, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure he will explain it to us, Rick. So, what's this all about? I thought it was the Everly Brothers, but it's or not. as Justin Bieber would say, "What's this all about?" He's such an ape. Mind you, I hate Justin Bieber. You know what he did? He went to the uh, Anne, Frank Anne Frank Museum and wrote something about really inspiring. Blah blah blah. I, I wish I, I wish you were a believer. I wish or whatever you. the hell, whatever the hell he decided to call it. <laughs> a daydream believer. It's yeah, I think it's believer. Well, they found it's out that to think, I mean, to try to tie here. Nearly half of his Twitter followers are fake. Well, th- that makes you can pay people to oh, really? get more Twitter not, followers. You know what? I'm not surprised at all. And I said, so I posted. I said, I'm, I'm sure that you know she would be. I'm sure that when the Nazis were banging at her door, the first thing that went through her head is, "Where are my Justin Bieber albums?" <laughs> so I'm sure she. Okay, before we get to Amanda's uh, comic book, which again, very proud of you, Amanda. Yeah. Great job. It's gonna be great. But uh, I did get an email as soon as Jonathan Winters died. <laughs> an, an accusatory email, perhaps. Accusatory about every, how yeah, Rick played It's a Mad, 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 Mad World yeah. um, last week. And Jonathan Winters it, died this week. Because, first of all, half the cast is. I thought everyone was dead. dead. No, it's Edie like Edie Adams, Adams and him, just, right? No, I think Edie Adams just passed away. Oh, really? The only one that's left is Mickey Rooney. Wow! Uh, you know, see what happens next week. One other guy. One of the, was Carl Reiner in it? Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, Carl okay, Reiner's so still alive, but he's not one of the stars. I mean, everybody had cameos. Yeah, but he just had like a one shot kind of thing. Yeah, and Jerry Lewis was in it. He had a one shot gag. Yeah. He, he's still alive, but you know, the main cast of the stars are all gone except for um, Mickey Rooney. Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, we'll take the blame for another Yeah, another we went to, was he at that, when we went to the Stanley Kramer Memorial? I think Mickey Rooney was there. No, it was Jonathan Winters. I don't think he was. I I've never met he... Jonathan Winters. Yeah, uh, well, I, I met him at the, I, I met a story him. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah. Um, well, I, when, you, when I was working, when I was working with Buddy Hackett, sorry, but I was. Yeah, well, yeah, we, were that, well, we were at that, we were at the. I'm not name dropping. No, it's, we like your name dropping. Um, anyway, when. Uh, this is during the recording of uh, Little Mermaid, and right. Scuttle, and he was telling us stories about Mad Mad World, and he told some amazing stories about Spencer Tracy and everybody in the cast. And he said one day after shooting, Jonathan, because Jonathan Winters was always on, he was always doing different characters and voices and stuff. So he goes, "Would you please give me a ride home?" I don't even know what voice he used for it, he Granny wanted, he or whatever. To, yeah, but he had to give him a ride. He said, "Sure, sure, sure, Jonathan, no problem." So the shoot's over at the end of the day, six o'clock. They just get in the car, and Jonathan Winters starts doing all this shtick with him again. And anytime Mickey Rooney would ask him, or uh, Buddy Hack would ask him a question, he'd answer it in this another weird voice. And he said the entire trip home, he just kept doing bits. Wow. He wouldn't come out of it. And he's like, 
And he said, yeah, you can stop it. You know, you can knock this off. Now. We're not doing, you know, off the set. We ain't waking. You can stop, you know. And he, and, but he just kept doing it. And he just thought that was so weird. And, and of course, after in Mad Mad World, or right after, maybe even during the shooting, he had a nervous breakdown. Wow. So he was, he had his problems. Yeah. But I thought, but, but, he, but Buddy Hagger was like, I just couldn't understand. He just kept up, you know, here we are, we're two comics, and, you know, the day's over. Let's just talk. And he just would not come out of doing shtick. So, yeah. anyway. He reminds me of Robin Williams, and they were both on Mark and Mindy. Yes. That they're almost. Just don't know when to stop. Right. They're just well, like Jerry the Lewis. Edge of sanity. Knock off the Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I would throw uh, Jerry Lewis in that pile, too. But anyway, What pile? What is the... Don't throw him in a pile. He's old. You can't, you can't be throwing him around. It's pile. okay. He's at the top of the pile. All right. Gary Busey's at the bottom of the pile, okay. and then goes... Uh, and then comes Jonathan Winters, and then Jerry, Jerry Lewis, very top of the pile. All right. Okay. But but Jerry Lewis doesn't do shtick constantly. No. Robin Williams does. Yeah. And Jonathan Winters, I think Jonathan Winters, that really was who he was, to be honest. I don't think he was just trying to be a wise right. guy. I just think he just wasn't comfortable being him. It's right. almost like Peter Sellers. It's like Peter Sellers wasn't happy unless he was playing another character. Right. He had like no personality. Okay, well, when we come back, we're going to talk about something much more interesting than, yeah, of course. than Jonathan Winters. We're going to talk about Amanda Raymond when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste We are back. At my martini bar, in other words, Rick's martini bar, and we mentioned Jonathan Winters, who passed away this past week, and he was a great comic, and we we all loved him. And but now we're going to talk about some happier stuff, and we're going to talk more about Amanda's um, uh, Legion of Molly Dubs upcoming comic book and project, and who knows where it's going to go. That's right, and we did a table read. Rick and I did a table read with Amanda for a script a while back, but this is something completely different. Tell them about it, Amanda. Uh, this is something actually just kind of fell into my lap. It was um, a friend of Rick's so who used to work at, oh my, who used to work at Disney. Oh and, uh, you know, I had done this this costume. It was my own design and my own creation of kind of like a female type Sherlock Holmes character. And um, he came out to me with this pitch and this idea of something that he kind of wanted to do with it. He wanted to do a graphic novel initially, and then we just kind of ran out of time. We wanted to do it for Comic-Con for this year, so it kind of turned into a comic. But it turned into this great collaborative effort between the two of us of going back and forth with story and ideas and, you know, how we wanted to do it and how we wanted the illustrations to be. And it's it's been a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a great comic. It's basically, um, think, steampunk meets the time machine meets oh, Charlie's. Very this is right the now. time machine we're listening to right now, by the way, the old George oh. Bell. Oh. Meets Charlie's Angels meets Sherlock Holmes. Wow. So you have those four Doesn't elements. And it's basically really an investigative uh, crime fighting agency, you know, um, with women. And there's also a, a cadet uh, agency with, like, the men. But they solve cases and have, you know, mysteries and things to un- unravel and Very stuff with cool. time travel. Wow. And in the rock hours, they own a nail shop. But, That's right? cool. What do they do? What do they do during the day? Salon. So I can't really give away any of the plot, but it'll be really cool. There's lots of gadgets. There's lots of steampunk kind of things. So if our listeners want to see it or buy it or get it, how do they do that? Um, The issue will be available at Comic-Con. It will also be available online. Uh, The company is called Bliss on Tap Publishing. Okay. And they have a website. We have a Facebook page. It's the Legion of Molly Doves Facebook page. We're also on Twitter. Cool. Um, So So you can go to Facebook and just search Molly Dove. 
two mm-hmm. L's, right? Yeah, the Legion of Molly Doves. Legion yeah. of yeah. Molly Doves. Molly. So we've got yeah. M-O-L-L-Y. And, or you can go follow, follow, follow. Probably the best thing would be to go to Twitter and follow Legion of Molly Doves on Twitter, and that mm-hmm. way you would know when Have you the updates it. of when it's available. It'll be a Kindle option available online on Amazon, and we'll have it on the website. And uh, Cool. Oh, yeah. Amazon. You could buy it on Amazon. That's right, that's and right. mention Rick's and Martini Bar. Re- go through the Rick's Mar- go to the McCarty Metro site, Rick's Martini Bar, and then you help Amanda and you help Amanda and us. Mm-hmm. So you help her twice. Yeah. I like that. We really like And this that. weekend we were at Monster Palooza. Uh huh. And yeah, which is a big kind of big, big it's kinda of more my thing. It's a big monster convention. We were out there last we were year. Last year it was this this year was great too. We I got to see the the cast from Ultraman. That nineteen <laughs> sixties nice. Japanese yeah. that was awesome. I mean that was too a little bit too old. You, said, you saw Hayata? Hayato? What was his name? Hayata. I saw three of them. I Hayata. saw yeah, the three mean I saw her the girl. Yeah. The guy who actually played Ultraman, yeah, and the guy was who played the deputy captain. His name is uh, oh shoot, it's Surubu Harabi. I can't remember his last name. When they talked I, to you, did their mouths move at the same time? They. It was funny. They spoke. <laughs> their mouths moved Japanese, but their it came out English. And it's just as the dub is just. You are no bad. match for us. The dub is just as bad in person than it is <laughs> than it was on the show. Now they're really yeah. nice, and I took my picture with the guy. And awesome. It was really cool. But but in it, my point was. Uh, people were coming up to you know she had started to talk about this to people and they're like why what's this a steampunk thing wow. like, well, t- tell me about it so she was handing out her yeah I, have, cards I still have flyers stuff. in my my purse so the it's Monster like Palooza. I was handing out stuff at Monster Palooza to random people and then we were at the street fair today we saw some friends of ours and the same thing people overheard me mm-hmm. talking about it and wanted the flyers wow. so I, I think it's going to do really well it's very hot really I mean steampunk cool. is probably the hottest thing. And what's neat is it's the not like your standard comic. Right it's kind of more. It's very cartoonish in nature. It's more of like, like a Hanna Barbera kind of comic. Really, or like it's really cool. the Archies like or something. Or something. Kind of. Oh, you got yeah. me. Penelope Pitstop. You got I me. Told with, her, you I told her. I said the character. I said the character looks like Penelope Pitstop. Wow. She does. Yeah, but she has blonde hair instead of red, and it's real. Yeah. It's just really. It's yeah. very charming. Yeah, the, that's the cool. Very charming. So, um, dang man, we met Martin Lando too at the Monster Blues. That was awesome. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned him because he's kind of old. Oh, no. I don't know. I, maybe I didn't need him. But he, <laughs> but he was very nice. I, I just talked to him for a couple minutes, but he was cool. That's right. cool. But no, so check out the check this thing out. And it's like the design's really cute. And I may even do some animation with her. Oh, really? Just a little, just a little like a teaser uh-huh. of what she's capable of. That's cool. It's kind of fun. So That's cool. So the next yeah. time, when's the next time that somebody can see something about this, Amanda? It'd be Comic-Con? Yep. Comic-Con's when the comic will actually be out, but um, we'll and have Comic-Con updates on is um, End of July. End of July. Maybe leak a couple of pages or something. Cool. Yeah, we'll, there, we'll post, we can post something on our webpage yeah. where you can get some uh, uh, information, and I'm sure we'll talk about updates and stuff like that, right? You give us updates, won't you, Amanda? Of course. You tell us, like, what's going on. Yeah. Cool. Hey, listen, we have to take another commercial, but when we take a, when we come back, we'll hear more about Amanda's comic books and all the other stuff she's writing when we return at Rick's Bartini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are, in fact, back at Rick's Martini Bar. We have been talking about Amanda's upcoming project, The Legion of Molly Doves, which is going to be a comic book. Uh, who knows, an app? 
a, a t-shirt design, a p- sneakers, who knows, posters. Merchandising. Merchandising. That's right. Maybe and, a, and a new hit single. Who knows? Will there be any advertisements for x-ray glasses or sea monkeys in the comic book? Can we do well, that? <laughs> How about Molly Dove sea monkeys? <laughs> Little Molly Doves. Who else, awesome. who, else wants a, who else wants a live, live Molly Dove? <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, so we're going to have that comic book coming out, and you get a Comic-Con. What? Plenty of pictures. It's available online. We'll have a link on the, on the Okay, page. cool. We'll put a link on the page, and we'll talk about it again, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's, so what's your dream for this thing if it goes, like, crazy? Okay, so it's going to be a huge success at Comic-Con. <laughs> and then... Uh, the, well, our goal is if it does well at Comic-Con, and, you know, it, which we... So far, the feedback has been amazing, and I've been really pretty shocked um, how well it's been doing just with, you know, the promotion of it. Um, we would like to do a graphic novel of it. Cool. So that is the next step. And then a couple people that I know that are in the industry that I have told about it were not only just excited but thought that would make a great TV show. Right. How about like, three great. Mo- you want to help me pitch movies. it awesome. How about three movies and wait a many years and then do the three prequel movies? <laughs> what do you think of that? I think I, 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 I'm feeling a Star Wars thing coming. <laughs> <laughs> but the first, the first three movies will be really good, and the next three movies will be really bad. Okay, no one cares, and the guy directing it's no good anymore. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go, Amanda. I want to go um, all on uh, dream. Okay, let's just fantasy. Okay, mm-hmm. let's say it becomes a major motion picture. Mm-hmm. Who's going to direct it for you? Who's going to direct it? I don't know. Who's that? Well, if, if for my novel, I wanted actually J.J. Abrams to direct it because he's of the right mentality, and I know that he's right. a short, he big Sherlock Holmes fan, and I, I think he'd do he's a good a, job. You know, you know who's a monster palooza this, well. this weekend? What is he? he? J.J. Abrams was what? John Semper saw him and took a picture. Oh my! Or he, he but he's really good with all that sci-fi stuff and everything. Loves, but because this involves time travel, cool I think ideas. he would do he it right. Cool and because it's a very different way that we've, we're exploring time travel. It's not anything that's fished out on a machine. It's not a blah, blah, blah. I, I can't go into detail. Right. But it's something that you've never seen before in terms of how the time travel is done. And it would take somebody very creative and innovative to do that on screen to make yeah. that accurate. So I think cool. he would do a good job. JJ would be great choice. What about Brett Ratner? No, hell no. I, I like Brett Ratner. He's he's a, he's a nice guy personally. I don't think he's. I don't think his sensibility is right for this. Or like, Joss Whedon. I'd be okay with Joss Whedon. Oh, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon would, be Whedon would awesome. do an awesome job. Joss Whedon would be awesome. Yeah. I forgot him. Yes. Cool. He's going to be mad. You forgot him. Sorry, Joss. You're my mm-hmm. first choice. No, Joss Whedon would be awesome. Again. Yeah. And uh, actresses to play. We talk about the fact that there's not a huge amount of great roles for actresses. So who's the one people think you look like? Gwyneth Paltrow? I used to get that. Not so much anymore. All right. Well, that's one. She's too old, though, to play Molly. You know, somebody, t- uh, as we, we were talking about uh, letters. Jennifer, how about Jennifer Lawrence? Letters we got about um, uh, emails. And I'm glad you mentioned Jennifer Lawrence, Rick, because somebody mentioned that, unfortunately, people that win Best Actress... It's like the kiss of death. No, no, it's, that's not the kiss of death. The kiss of death is best supporting actors. Oh, okay. The ones who win best supporting actors, you never, you never hear of again. again. But people are talking about, um, you know, that people like claw their way up to like Helen Hunt. Like she won. People claw their way up to Helen Hunt. No, like that's she clawed her way world? up. She won that. Oh. And she never got anything else. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow got Shakespeare in Love, and now she's doing supporting stuff for Iron Man. And it's like you can't. You fight your way all the way up there. You know Sandra what, Bullock. Let me, 
and you, then you get nothing. It's not really about Oscars. I'll so is Jennifer what. Lawrence going to have the same ma- thing? You know, frankly, the business is not dictated on who wins Oscars and who doesn't. It's about who brings in the money. Yeah. That, that dictates who's, who's going to be famous. I mean, or, or, or it's not famous, successful. Yeah. Who keeps making hit movies? They're going to keep getting work. It's not about winning an Oscar, really. It isn't. I mean, it's it's a great, yeah. it's a great, it's an absolutely amazing. I'm not, I'm never going to win, but I'm just saying it's a great individual achievement. It's a, it's a mark of excellence, but it doesn't necessarily trans, transform you into a. Superstar. I think it's when you take it to that next level, like when you you can be really good, and then when you go somewhere. A little darker, a little whatever. I think you need to you keep. I, you need to keep doing challenging roles. Look at like Meryl Streep. But here was my, my. She built on her well, this stuff, was and my, she's always doing different types. This of was stuff. my. This was, and I want to hear if Amanda agrees with me because this was my response that I gave our listener, who said about Jennifer Lawrence: Is she going to be? Are we never going to ever hear from her again? Um, she's doing Catching Fire right now, the second Hunger Games movie, right? I mean, well, she'll do it, but but is she gonna? Is she gonna win more Oscars? Is she gonna? Is, is she, she going to be a Meryl Streep or is she going to be a Helen Hunt? I think she'll be more of a Helen Hunt. That's my prediction. Okay, I think she's good. I think here's here's my theory, and maybe it doesn't range. apply to the Helen Hunt thing, but my theory it definitely applies to Gwyneth Paltrow. Is I think Jennifer Lawrence is somebody that men like, and that's why I mentioned many in the things, and women like. Whereas Gwyneth Paltrow, women don't really like her that much. And Helen Hunt. I disagree. I like Gwyneth Paltrow. Men don't really like her. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> like, I liked Gwyneth Paltrow when she was in Emma. Like, a lot, a lot of her 90s movies I yeah. really like when she did a lot of period stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, what's your prediction on, um, on Helen Hunt? I mean, I'm not Jennifer Lawrence. I think the verdict's in on her. Yeah, the verdict's definitely. I I think Jennifer Lawrence is is going to be fine. I think because she's also a very nice person. I think she's going to be like a Sandra Bullock. I think it's more of the career path she's going to follow. She'll keep working. She'll do some some good roles. She'll do a lot of cheesy, stupid roles. But she's always going to work. That's my prediction. She's really good. I mean, she's. Hunger Games, it's hard to tell how good she was, but she was mm-hmm. great. In, uh, and people that have worked with her have really liked Silver working with her. Saying that she's very cool. She's very down she's to earth. Great. I mean, well, granted, yeah. that can change with powering with fame. But for now, people do enjoy good. working with her on set. So that's, yeah. that's you know, to her credit. That's good. Hopefully yeah. she'll keep going. So she's good. good. She's very likable. And she's, she, yeah, I think know, she's, she's good. She's, I think yeah. there's very few people that are like, okay. See, I, I know I'm, I'm talking to the wrong person here because you have, but Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. In general, your friend Angelina. Yeah, see, that's why it's a bad question. In general, <laughs> men like her and women hate her. Am I right? I say that's pretty fair. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. I think that that's but but I think Jennifer Lawrence, everybody likes her, so I think she'll be all right. She's definitely. She more doesn't come off as anything, right? Uh, that's yeah, what I like Angelina about Jolie. Jolie Angelina Jolie has a persona. Right. She right. comes off as something, whether right. you yeah. like it that or not. Jennifer Lawrence doesn't have that. Yeah. She's, and Meryl Streep doesn't have that. Nope. I, we've talked. We've met Meryl Streep a bunch of times, and she is so unbelievably nice, yeah. humble, friendly, sincere. And so was uh, what's uh, uh, I forget her name for crying out loud. Um, mm-hmm. uh, pretty woman. Oh, Julie Roberts. Super nice. But Super. her career did take a death. Yep. Yeah. But 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 Julie Roberts is the perfect thing. She did a ton of stuff. Off, they come off. Real and then she cool. stepped it up for Aaron Brockovich. She got the Oscar, and then she really didn't get. That many. How about Anne Hathaway? Did Virginia Madsen? Where's she going with this? I hope Anne Hathaway disappears. I love Anne Hathaway. That's where we disagree, and that's where we end. In my mind, 
She's okay. She's okay. She's an okay kid. Cool. So anyway, for the lovely Amanda Raymond, the irrepressible Ricky (laughs) Farmalo, I'm Jerry McCarty. Cheers. Down 